you can never do 100% in a single day. So if you're sitting here listening now and you're feeling that overwhelm moving towards a large goal or benchmark or purpose or why, think about what 1% looks like on a single day. What is the most you can do in a single day to achieve that why or purpose? And when you identify what the most is you can do in a single day, that is your benchmark. And once you do that, you don't need to feel guilty about not doing more, but it should also motivate you to just hit that amount of effort to achieve your overall goal because it is the one percenters every day that add up welcome to the balance theory a podcast aimed at arming you with tools and tips so that you are well equipped to not only identify and define but own your own definition of balance i'm your host erica and thank you for joining me today Hello, Balancers, and welcome to Monday Muse 22 of the Balance Theory podcast. For those of you tuning in for the first time to our Monday Muse episode, this is basically a solo episode from yours truly where I dive into a topic that I've either been chatting with you guys through DMs or in our Facebook group about, and just basically something that I think can really add value to all of our collective balance. Now, before we actually get stuck into the content of today's episode, I just want to quickly share two things. The first is I am so so touched from my conversation last week with Kelsey and I'm so grateful that all of you have received it in a really similar way. You've sent so many beautiful messages telling me how much you love the episode and so I just want to I guess thank you all for reaching out and really enjoying the conversation as much as I did. If you haven't had a chance to listen yet I would strongly recommend adding it to your list. It should be the episode just above this one so go and check that out. And my second update, I know I gave you guys an update as well on my personal life that I'm moving overseas. Um, Actually, as you guys are listening to this, I would have just landed, but I also just got engaged. So my beautiful, beautiful man, Angelo, he proposed to me a couple of days before we left, which was really beautiful and special. We got to celebrate with our really close family and friends. And yeah, I feel like I'm on a little cloud nine bubble. I'm very overwhelmed in an incredible way. And smiling from ear to ear basically I did not expect it I had a little hunch but I really didn't expect him to do it before we left so that is my happy news of the week and lots happening over here in the personal HQ but aside from that I hope you're all having a lovely week so far wherever you're tuning in from and today we're going to be talking all about sticking to habits now this is one of those things that not only underpins obviously our balance and our sense of self our sense of groundedness throughout the day But I think it's also a really big topic when we're talking about setting goals or making incremental changes in our life. Our habits really do determine our progress towards certain milestones. And so I think a conversation about how do we actually stick to habits and what actually makes good habits is really, really important before we even dive into doing the habit. So whether you're a regimented goal setter or someone who prefers to go with the flow a little bit more, you both have one thing in common, and that is you're going to have a daily routine of some sort. There will be set things you do either in the morning or of an evening that form the basis of your current habits. So when we set goals or want something different in life, we are demanded to critically look at those habits or other things that fall on either side of them and consider whether they are actually helping us move towards that goal or change or hindering our progress towards it. The challenge I personally find is when we need to adapt those to something new or different so we can make a different progress. So I suppose what I'm saying is if you want something a little bit different in life and that's going to cause you to make some really fundamental changes to the way you're going on about your day, 
that can often feel really challenging and tricky to stick to for obvious reasons, which we're going to go through together now. But before we dive into the content a little bit more, just have a little bit of a think about where you personally sit on the spectrum. Are you somebody who's been trying to implement something for a little while now, but maybe you've been really struggling to do so? Or maybe you have stuck to that habit for a while. Take, for example, the classic eating healthy or meal prepping and find that maybe it goes away after a period of time. Maybe that's repeatedly happened in the past. So irrespective of where you sit, if you're trying something new or if you've currently been sticking to a habit that you found you haven't really stuck out for the long haul in the past, you're going to get the most out of the next bit of content if you have one habit in mind that you're really wanting to stick to. So keep that at the front of your mind as we dive into the next section together. I want to quickly digress and talk about what actually makes a good habit. So often we're so worried and fixated on how do we stick to them and how can we actually motivate ourselves to do it. We don't stop to think about what actually makes a good habit, which in turn probably would make it easier for ourselves. Hear me out. So how do we actually make it a good habit? I think personally, the first step is acknowledging the purpose of that habit. So something as simple, let's say as part of my morning routine, I brush my teeth every single day. What is the purpose of that habit? The purpose is keeping up my dental hygiene or I meditate to clear my mind on a daily basis, etc. When we drill down and connect to the why or the purpose, every time we go to maybe bypass or skip that habit, this acts like a bit of a driving force, almost like motivation to why we should engage with it. And I personally am a firm believer that people who stick to their habits are very, very connected with their why or their purpose in why they're executing it. I know this because... Whilst I go to the gym every single day, I'm certainly and absolutely not motivated to do so. There are days I could not be bothered, but I get up and do it because I know the benefit it has for my health and clarity and really it sets me up for the rest of the day. It also kickstarts my hunger. Overall, it makes me feel really good and I love to move my body. So that's the first piece. It's acknowledging the why or the purpose of a habit. So if you're considering a new one, or again, if you've got one currently that you feel like you're not really sticking to, have a think about why you want that habit to feature in your routine or your day or your life. The second piece to what makes a good habit is consistency. Think back to whenever you tried something for the first time. So have a little think about something that you already do, whether it's meditation, exercising, meal prepping, journaling, making your bed, whatever it is. It probably felt really uncomfortable and robotic for the first few times you went, right? I know I can definitely say that for myself when it came to meditating or going to the gym. It just felt really like forced almost, but there's a really good reason for this. On average, it takes more than two months before a new behavior becomes automatic, 66 days to be exact. And how long it actually takes a new habit to form can vary widely depending on the behavior, the person or the circumstances. So interestingly, in a study published in the European Journal of Social Psychology, it took anywhere from 18 to 254 days for people to form a new habit. So that's really stretching that 66 day mark from 18 to 254, just depending on the person. So if you're at day three of drinking your two liter water and you're questioning whether it's for you, whether it's a habit you can stick to, you need to keep going. Consistency is the key to making good habits. The best part is once it's a habit, it's an automatic reaction. It's an automatic process. You don't struggle with the thoughts of should you go or trying to find the motivation to do it. It just falls seamlessly and becomes a part of your routine. And that's why consistency is such a key puzzle piece in making a habit a good habit. So now let's move on to, I guess, some tips on how to stick to habits. How many of you 
have given up when you don't see or feel immediate results. And when I say immediate, I mean, you know, in the short term, kind of instantly the first couple times you do it. Let's take meditation, for example. You thought meditating in the morning would boost your productivity or make you feel more relaxed. And maybe you've done it one or two mornings and you're just not seeing it. Well, let's revisit the average 66-day rule, which is around nine and a half weeks. If you haven't consistently been doing something for at least two months, you cannot sit there and tell me accurately whether you're good or not at it or whether you're really truly feeling the effects of it. Even if you fall on the lower end of that spectrum and you're at 18 days, two or three days in may not cut the mustard. So you need to give things time to grow. Unfortunately or fortunately, I think there's pros and cons, but in this instance, it's probably unfortunately, we live in an instant world where we can get anything, replace anything in the snap of our fingers. Everything is so easy to access, which is an absolute privilege, but it's why a lot of us struggle with something called delayed gratification. It's doing something now and feeling the benefits later. This is particularly true of most habits, I think, where you really don't see or feel immediate results. So have a think about that habit that I asked you to bring to the front of your mind. Does your habit fall into this category where maybe you engage with it, but you don't feel the impacts until later down the track? And if your answer is yes, that is sort of this habit, then have a think about whether that makes you a bit impatient and in turn, a little bit unmotivated to stick to the habit. If this is the case, you need to sit down and have a think about, well, what's going to make that habit a good habit? And that's exactly what we opened with. It's connecting with the purpose or the why and being consistent. So as I briefly touched on before, when I started meditating, it was to ground myself every day, to give myself a moment of space, almost like self-care, but also to really clear my mind before I started my day. And the first week, can I be completely honest with you, felt like I was dragging my feet through the mud. I was completely irritated in my practice. I didn't really get what I was trying to do. I felt like I was just doing something because so many people were talking about the benefits and I couldn't really feel anything. You know, sometimes I'd drop in and feel relaxed, but most of the time it was like, what am I even doing? What do I think about? What am I supposed to do? But once I stuck it out, one month, two months, three months, now I'm almost up to two years meditating every single day, I can feel the impact. And not only that, I'm meditating for the longevity of my life. So why would I expect results straight away when this is something I'm doing for the long term of my health? So have a little think about that, connecting with your purpose and considering if it's for the longevity of your life, detaching from the expectation that you need results to stay motivated right now. Just a little bit of food for thought for you there and I guess the basis of my first tip. So my next tip for sticking to habits comes from the concept of doing 1% every day. This one is a little bit more of a mindset hack and one I have definitely spoken about before. So often we get caught in a loop where we feel like we're constantly chasing our tail, that we aren't doing enough or we should be doing more. This is the perfect time to bring forth your why and that purpose. Let's go with something really simple, like I said before, like brushing your teeth for dental hygiene. If you brush your teeth just once, would that mean you have achieved dental hygiene? In my opinion, probably not. But the act of brushing them every single day, maybe even going to the dentist once every six months, is likely over time to achieve that purpose or that why of dental hygiene. Put it this way, you can never do 100% in a single day. So if you're sitting here listening now and you're feeling that overwhelm moving towards a large goal or benchmark or purpose or why, think about what 1% looks like on a single day. What is the most you can do in a single day to achieve that why or purpose? 
And when you identify what the most is you can do in a single day, that is your benchmark. And once you do that, you don't need to feel guilty about not doing more, but it should also motivate you to just hit that amount of effort to achieve your overall goal. Because it is the one percenters every day that add up. It's the step in front of you that makes up the staircase. I could throw in a lot more corny analogies, but I think I'll leave it with that one. And I also wanted to chat about something really important here, which is easing into your habit. If you currently are listening and you're feeling quite inspired to potentially bring forth some other habits you've been thinking about or really start committing to your current habits, it's really important to be weary that we're not introducing it at 100% effort out of nowhere. We need to, with everything in life, ease into change rather than just shock our body because we just won't have time to adapt otherwise. Take a new diet, for example. By shocking your body straight into a very clean green diet machine type meal plan from a poor diet with, say, loads of sugar, the body and the mind does not have time to adjust to the change and it's almost received like a shock to the system. And what happens, you probably know, you'll find if you've taken this approach in the past, You've probably fallen out of the habit as fast as you fell into it. And the simple reason is you didn't spend enough time building the foundation blocks to make that habit strong. And we can make our habit strong or build that foundation by slowly introducing a habit, letting our lifestyle, body and mind adjust to the change. And once that small change or that small add on feels natural, we slowly add more on. So let's say you want to exercise every single day and that's the habit you want to introduce. If you currently don't exercise at all or very, very limited, you can just start by doing one or two sessions a week consistently over time. Any change initially, so even that one to two session, will feel like a shock to the system. You'll be sore. You may even not be bothered. But once you become accustomed and programmed to that one to two sessions, Think of how much easier it is from that point, from that strong foundation to introduce the third and the fourth. It's rinse and repeat. You add on, you build, you add on, you build. But going from none to five is such a big change and is something I definitely feel you need to work up towards. It's like going for a run and not warming up. Yeah, of course you can do it, but whether you're going to perform at your best and be able to keep running long-term without injury and at your highest performance is a completely different question. So if you're in it for the long run and want your habit to work for you ongoingly, and more importantly, if the purpose is for the longevity of your life, for your health long-term, you need to approach it with a little bit more care and patience. Work out how you can introduce it slowly, bit by bit, and work up to it being a daily thing. My final tip is one I personally love and I've spoken about with a lot of guests on the podcast before, and that is the concept of habit stacking. Essentially, the basis is if there's something you want to add on to your routine, like taking five conscious breaths a day, but you always forget to, or drinking water, choose something that you already automatically do, something that's already like a habit. For example, like washing your hands after you use the bathroom or brushing your teeth or having a shower and stack that new habit onto that old habit. It's a hack to introduce that new habit on top of something you're already programmed to do without thinking. So I find this works really well with autopilot exercises. Like for me, it's like brushing my teeth or making my bed or walking or catching the train to work, etc. It's a really great way to be very efficient and to introduce something if you're finding it hard to make time for it. So if you're sitting here listening, thinking, yeah, that's great. I know my purpose and I've introduced the habit slowly, but I just don't really have time for it. Consider whether it's one you can habit stack onto an autopilot or automatic activity that you already do. So let's summarize that together. I think the first step with any habit 
that you're either struggling with or want to introduce is to locate the why or the purpose behind that habit. Then set yourself a goal to be consistent for at least 66 days or let's just say two months for round numbers. Thirdly, understand what 1% looks like every single day so that you can slowly introduce that habit without either feeling guilty that you're not doing enough and without shocking the system into overdrive too soon. This is also really important for us to build that strong foundation so that we can continue to future-proof that habit basically. And the last one is see if you can habit stack with any existing routine activities if it's a new habit that works well with an existing habit that you've got. Those are my tips, guys, for sticking to habits. I hope you've gotten a lot out of today's episode and that in turn, strengthening your habits and your routines brings you a greater sense of balance or at least connectedness to yourself. I know you listening are going to have at least two friends or family members who are trying out some new habits or finding it difficult to stick to some existing ones that will get a lot out of today's episode. So feel free to share the love and share this episode with them. Of course, if you haven't had a chance to leave us a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, it would mean the absolute world to me. You can also do this on Spotify by just clicking the three dots in the top right-hand corner or on Apple by scrolling to the bottom of all the episodes and leaving your love and thoughts there. If you're not already in our Facebook group, search up The Balance Theory on Facebook and request to join so that we can keep the conversation flowing and the community growing. Oh, love a bit of poetry for me. And that is it for me, guys. Feel free to reach out on DMs if you ever want to chat and until next time, stay balanced.